This week on Moonshine and Music. discussion that's really like kind of in the forefront of like country music right now like pop versus traditional and like I you know I, I it's cool that they do I, more than I love it you know I love pop music I love country music I love what if you want to go ahead and experiment and you know mix elements like country music and like bluegrass music any music originated with innovation right you know what I mean yeah. that's what makes a genre is well, innovation hello everybody welcome to moonshine and music the Perfect Music Show, episode 20. Four more to go in season one, and then we're going to see a few changes for season two. Anyway, thank you for joining us today. My name is Joe Shelton, and I am the host of this program and your humble servant. Well, not really a servant, but I am humble, and I do appreciate you guys showing up and watching that podcast every week. Today's podcast is, uh, you know, especially interesting because we're bringing on to the podcast today a tandem that runs another podcast. They're Crook's Cabin, they're Mike Crook and Mariah Haven, Myra, Mariah Haven's voice in the last song that she sings today. Wow, amazing. So hang on, come on through for the interviews, and let's see what's up. Before we do that, though, I want to thank Brent Smith for hosting the shoot of the podcast, and I want to thank Eat New Media. Go to eatnewmedia.com if you need some video work done. Now, without goofing around anymore, let's do it. Moonshine and Music starts now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. I'm here with uh, Mariah Haven and Mike Cook. Crook. Cook. Crook. 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 I'm trying to pronounce. It's, it's not that I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just couldn't say it. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> what, what's wrong with me today? Um, so anyway, it's probably the heat. You know? I think that's getting to all of us. You know, I think the heat yeah. index is like, uh, you know, 100 that's million, right. <laughs> I think, uh, or something like that. Well, you know, I'm not sure when the shows will air, but yeah. it's bound to be before it gets cooler. Yeah. So, Absolutely. you know, we can complain about the heat with impunity and not feel like it's a continuity thing. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. we don't have to worry. I think it's going to keep it up. It's going to, it's not going to let us down, making us sweat. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, <laughs> it gives us a little more time out in the water. Yeah, that's crazy. Like performers sweating. What, when does that happen? Oh, my. No. I never do that yeah on stage and yeah, never come um, out people are like oh i want to hug you and i'm like but i smell like a uh, landfill you probably don't want to do that right now like but thank you thank you <laughs> well uh tell us a little bit about where you know where you grew up where you're from and all of those things because that's that's you know that's the that's the story we're looking for the underlying well myself um my background you know my family's all from east kentucky and i grew up playing a bluegrass my family band and that's definitely where my heart lies and where my my background is um and mike comes from a similar roots background yeah very similar i uh most of my family were from west virginia and uh 
learned to listen to my grandpa playing the banjo and uh, just kind of stuck with me. Yeah, and, I uh, fell asleep listening to the banjo. My dad is a banjo player and yeah. that's, uh, I think that's, that was my soundtrack for a lullaby half the half my childhood though. You wouldn't think of a banjo as something to soothe you to sleep, but I had to get used to, you know, dad practicing <laughs> his role in there, you know. <laughs> so, so was he a musician for a living or was he, did he do something uh, else? No, I mean, you know, he was a, a machinist for a long time and then a carpenter and then the family band has just always kind of done festivals here and there, uh, Lost Reunion Band. So. So then in Eastern Kentucky? Yep, that's where it all started. My grandma, her whole family, they, the family reunion was always like a big, uh, well, moonshine of music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cookout. So, uh, a shindig? Uh, yeah, Menfee oh, yeah. County, everybody be out there clogging, you know, a little little more apple pie went around, a little more clogging going down, yeah. you know, so it was a <laughs> good time. Well, you know, yeah. as long as they have apple pie, it can't be all bad, right? That, yeah. that, there's never anything wrong with that. You know? As a matter of fact, I just got a good shot of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't uh, disappointed that it was literally moonshine and music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it sometimes literally is. Sometimes the guy who's supposed to buy the moonshine forgets to do that. That happens. Well, um, yeah, moonshine tends to have that effect. <laughs> I've, I've, I heard from a friend. Yeah. I, I don't know myself. Well, it loosens people up. Yeah, right? you're That's right. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> loosens up your lyrics and they fly right out of your brain. Uh, so, that happens sometimes. You know, so you grew up listening to the banjo and, and, and oh, all yeah. that. So um, when you were uh, when you were a kid, I mean, what do you want to? What did you want to do growing up? Did you want to be a singer? Did you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, is it you know? Uh, is it their whole dream? I mean, both of you is... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. When I was a young kid, the whole British invasion, you know, I was like uh, fixated on that. And uh, just the different sounds that were being made and uh, the innovation of the music really caught my ear and made me start thinking, wow, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of neat. I'd like to be able to do that, you know. And uh, like I said, I've got a lot of family musicians. Uh, my brother was a drummer in several bands in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, we get together and have a good time. And it's, uh, it's really just about being able to touch somebody. You know, if I can make you feel something in a song, then I've done my part. You know, yeah. I've done what I set out to do. Yeah. So do you guys always write your music together? Or do you write them apart? Or Well, we've actually only co-written one song that we're going to perform today, right? Soft Place right. to Land. But, um, before that, you know, we've both been just, you know, singer-songwriters independently and uh, been friends for several years. And then uh, this uh, past January, we kind of just... Uh, took it to the next level as yeah. far as that part goes. <laughs> totally unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's kind of where Soft Place to Land came from. Yeah. Um, as we got to talking, I realized how much uh, crap that this lady has been through. And you know, you know, everybody needs a soft place to land, you yeah. know? And that just kept rolling through my head like, you know, let me be your soft place to land. And all of a sudden this song started evolving. And I played the first verse and the chorus and it was minutes, within minutes, she had the second verse with the call back, which just absolutely blew my mind, yeah. Well, it so, just, it was honest, so it came really yeah, easily. Really you know, like, 
But uh, yeah, I think we've both been writing songs for years and that's all I ever wanted to do my whole life since I was a little girl sing, you know, and um, well, what, never... what inspired you to that? Were, were there certain musicians, groups? What, I uh, think, what, what, what was the spark? I think the biggest inspiration probably was my family and my grandmother, who's also a pastor. Um, I grew up singing in her church and as a songwriter and musician in a lot of ways, I think she might be really my biggest influence um, and just as a human being, you know, she's not just my grandma. She's not just somebody who taught me all the old folk tunes, you know, and uh, passed that, you know, the Appalachian ballads and all that down, but she's also a spiritual leader and, you know, just uh, a really, really amazing little little lady. And um, I think just growing up around her and seeing her in her church, and uh, that's where I really cut my teeth on learning how to improvise and how to sing harmonies and, and all those things. So. Um, that really, I think, shaped my experience as a musician yeah. the most, like growing up in grandma's church playing and, you know, playing with the family band. But then also just classic artists, like, of course, Patsy Cline, Alison Krauss is a huge influence, you know, that yeah. I like anything and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My influences were more Marshall like the Mar yeah. uh, Marshall Tucker, um, uh, the British Invasion, of course, Beatles and the Stones and all that. That was like when I was really young growing up, so I got to experience that whole thing. But um, then I started getting into Southern rock. and uh, But I didn't like the just what was played on the radio every day. I wanted to hear what they were doing on the B-side. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And I actually found out that there's a lot of, of really good music that way. So, um, well, I, I, you know, I find, and, and that's an interesting topic. I mean, you know, being as we're both kind of country music people, right. there's a lot of folks that go, uh, you know, um, they they diss like a megastar because you know the stuff on the radio or whatever. Uh, a great example for me is Luke Bryan. Oh yeah. You know, he puts these songs out that are you know definitely meant to get the attention of the mainstream. But if you grab his record and kind of dig into some of it, there's some really great other tracks. Right. You know. Right. Like there always are. Like everyone, I, I you know, and I try to defend him that way, but I lose yeah. like all the time. But yeah. what I'm saying, I mean, most of the time, what I really love about him is you know track eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it, they're they're really really well written. You know, uh, down home country style yeah. kind of songs that I know that he honestly likes. Yeah. It's right. got to be that because they're so different from like the first four or five tracks which are kind of pop dance country yeah. songs. Well, I think that's you like know? a discussion that's really like kind of in the forefront of like country music right now like pop versus traditional and like I you know I, I it's cool that they do I, more than I love it you know I love pop music <laughs> I love country music I love what if you want to go ahead and experiment and you know mix elements like country music and like bluegrass music any music originated with innovation right you know what I mean yeah. that's what makes a genre is well, innovation so you can you can always say really when it comes to country and I think you've told me this several times you know three chords and the truth <laughs> yeah you know well, pop songs are always three chords <laughs> you know that's like, when you get down to the nitty-gritty and, and you get down to theory it's, it's all yeah, it's three all I mean, you know you throw the fourth one in on lost yeah uh, yeah i mean you know like early beatles they're all like three chords and then yeah. suddenly they got really complicated yeah, yeah. 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 so uh yeah you know and and uh, i did about five and a half years 
traveling with a group called Easy Creek as a front man for them. And uh, really it was pretty cool because I had uh, six songwriters and six singers. Wow, so you probably had a variety of stuff. Oh, we we had. Did you, you know, guys do records? Yeah, we had, yeah we were pressed. We did uh, three CDs. The last one was called Third Times a Charm, and it did really well. It's on Bandcamp. You can go and listen to that. All right. Um, if, you, if you guys send me along whatever links, perfect. I'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your current stuff that you got out there? Uh, do you have a current record out? Um, not together. Uh, the last project that I put out was an EP called The Growth Project, and that was like a real, speaking of like mixing elements of different genres, it was like an experiment with mixing like Appalachian inspired melodies with like ambient electronic elements uh, and sort of like keeping with like sort of the skeleton of, you know, roots music, but adding like these ambient sounds and creating little soundscapes but um then um yeah but yeah. It, what i'm working on right right now is we're working on uh putting together some skits and comedy songs for a concept character that i perform as sometimes uh named sassy molasses and uh, I, I've, I've seen the the character online <laughs> <laughs> she's a real ordinary gal yeah. Yeah. she's a little over the top she's a slightly <laughs> hyperbolized version of myself yeah, yeah, yeah. slightly yeah. i would say a lot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's the part i just keep under wraps you know <laughs> i gotta keep it polite you know but sassy when i want to get sassy that's that's my avenue so but yeah she's and you guys also, I know you um, uh, You guys own a store, is that correct? Well, I have a little uh, boutique called The Haven Boutique right now. It's just online. We're building our online store. We had a brick and mortar, but got to kind of uh, retool that situation. So we're uh, we're looking for a new, you know, actual location. brick and mortar location. But yeah. um, And not only will we have the boutique when we find a new location, we're going to make sure that there's always live music there. You know, and just, you know, everybody come in, throw a tip jar on there, and if you walk in, it doesn't matter if you come in at 2 in the afternoon or 8 at night. You know, that's kind of what we're trying to do, is just get someplace where everybody just feels comfortable coming in. Not so much a bar, more like a coffee shop. Well, it's called The Haven, you know. But her boutique. Obviously, it's a play on my name, but also, like, it's supposed to be, like, a safe place, you know, that everybody can come, just be themselves, and whoever you are, yeah, wherever yeah. you're from, you know, and just, uh, just hang out and check out some funky little, uh, funky little curated, uh, goods and things, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and jewelry that I make, so, you know, it's just kind of, uh, and curating art, you know, from other local artists and crafters, so that's well, kind of the mission, yeah. That's really cool. I, I, I've checked out the Haven Boutique online, yeah. uh, on the way, and I was like, whoa, you know, there's lots of eclectic things yeah. in there. Yeah, they're all like hand-picked little, you know, funky finds that I used to work for an estate company for a while and I got to kind of learn a lot about antiques and things like that and I specialized in jewelry, but that's it's kind of like a mini version of, it's been of a, that. It's been kind of a real blessing to have somebody who knows how to look up all the background <laughs> on everything to find the values. You know. so, uh, I like yeah. to research things. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of He's like, uh, she, yeah, she's my computer person. Yeah. That's exactly right. Go do the nerdy stuff, Ryan. Right. <laughs> I have that under control. You need yeah. a nerd? I'm here. That's it. That's it. Exactly. So you guys also do a, a podcast, a, a, 
live over in Ohio. Yeah. And um, it's called Kurt's Cabin. I'm on. I'm going to be on there. Yes. Um, so coming talk out a little bit board. about that. What made you decide to do that, and what, and what your goals are with your show? Well, you know, when I first moved to the cabin, um, I was at a kind of a very bad spot in my life, but. Um, the acoustics in there, I would sit and play, and the acoustics in there are just amazing. I kept thinking, man, there's so much talent out here that is not getting any uh, publicity. And I thought, well, you know what? I'd like to have people in, all original music, play right there out of the cabin, kind of like Daryl's house. It was kind of like inspired by that, you know. A little low-key uh, version, but no, no audience, just intimate, just in front yeah. of the fireplace, just like you're listening to someone singing in your living room. You yeah, know, it, it's, exactly it's it just is. a very mellow, uh, kind of lo-fi setting. Done. It's, it's done on a, on a budget, you know, with, <laughs> that is like, you know. <laughs> Sounds but, like our budget. It's yeah, yeah, DIY exactly. style, yeah, you know? but you know, it's just about, the mission is really, like you said, sharing just the local love and um, just letting people, um, give them a chance to share whatever it is about themselves as an artist or a human being that they want to share with the world, you know, on our on our little podcast, you know, so that's, yeah. that's All really right. been the mission. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we've talked a lot now yeah. and got to know each other, so you want to put together some tunes for everybody? That, yeah. I think we can manage that. Yeah, I mean, we even good. fed you some chicken or something. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all fueled up and ready to go, yeah. so all these right. guys are great hosts. We're ready to rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, I like being really great. Yeah. You know, we're, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> let's say we're, you know, a little bit at average, and, and we're working towards great. But Hey, that's what all the humble people doing the good things say, so. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, okay. it really is a pleasure. <laughs> to be here because yeah. uh, you know we've been following you and uh, you really have a nice production yeah you know? well, well thank you very much we, really we work nice. hard over here and and I can't wait to be on your show yeah it'll be kind of cool to yeah. uh, you know go and uh, play music for the people that watch yours and right and I'll, I'm excited to have you play for ours so oh, yeah um, anyway we're coming right back we're gonna have uh, Mariah Haven and Mike Crook and they're gonna play some music for us here on Moonshine and Music nice to meet you guys yeah, yeah. thanks for having us thank out. you Joe Next week on Moonshine and Music, Jeff Kelly is in the house. He's going to play some fantastic folk rock tunes. And they sound like this. In the hottest part of waking up, saddest part of us. The hardest part of waking up is it doesn't mean a thing. about being out on the road for a long time, you get to missing people, but uh, at any rate, that's what this song was about, and I wrote it about seven years ago, it always seems to get a good response, so uh, we're going to kick off with that.
next song, Mariah Lawson over here, um, and I have been friends for about three years, and uh, we played music together a couple times. Well, she had to stop by my house on uh, New Year's Eve. Well, it snowed like crazy, and you know, she spent four days with me, and I can't get rid of her now, so yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a crook because he stole my heart, I reckon. Yeah, she, she, she got it. But anyhow, she was telling me so, about some of the troubles in her life, some of the things she's been through. And I kept thinking about everybody needs a soft place to land. So, uh, people need each other. Uh, so, um, people need each other, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this song. Uh, it kept going through my head. I, I came up with the first verse and the chorus, and within five minutes she had the second verse. And uh, just really, she won my heart. So I'm gonna start off with this one here.
church and uh, I guess this one's definitely in a it's a gospel song even though uh, you might not know it at first uh, it's called change up <clears throat> there mariah haven rocking out on the patio at brent smith's house 
and the Moonshine and Music Studios, of course. Anyway, thanks for joining us today for episode 20. Next week, we're going to have Jeff Kelly on board. You will love Jeff. Jeff's great, and he's a great friend of the show, great friend of mine, and it's really good to have him on the show next week. Thank you for joining us. If you're um, interested in checking out the back episodes of the podcast, those are available on YouTube and iTunes, Spotify, and also on Podbean. So go out there and hit the subscribe button, hit like, click the notifications, all of that stuff. That'd be great um, because we would love you to come and watch all of the episodes. Please leave some comments for us in, the, in some of those posts. I mean, um, you know, sending us email and stuff is great. You can do that. But if you want to leave us some public comments, we'd love to have a little chit chat about the show, about the artists, whatever you want to do. So, uh, hey, go ahead and do that. It's, uh, it's free. Doesn't cost anything. And we'd love to have you back again next time for Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. Producers for today's program are Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Be sure to join us next time on Moonshine and Music.